Welcome to the CNL. Chris, Chris, Chris. Did what, you know what's wrong? that every day, 200,000 acres of the rainforest are burned? Oh my God. That is, that's, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. But you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because we're teaming up with Rainforest Alliance. And who's that? I'm glad you asked. Well, they've been in the game since 1987 and they focus on protecting biodiversity by conserving forests, rejuvenating degraded land, and protecting rivers and streams. So look out for the donation links on our social media and stay tuned because we have some exciting things planned for our listeners. But now, let's get back to the episode. So, Leton. That is how, me. Uh, that is you in the, in the French form. Yes. Oui, oui. <laughs> how, uh, how have you been? How is everything going on your... Neck of the woods, which is, uh, is like well, forty minutes from where I live. Yeah, roughly. Um, well, I'm I'm just going to start off on a, a low note. Um, I'm actually recording from my closet. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, I can say that your acoustics are going to be out of this world. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it's like the audio quality won't be compromised, but. My my posture is going to be compromised because I am like under my pants and I'm up against this uncomfortable part of this wall and my feet are just splayed out like I died. So besides that though, I'm 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 doing all right. Just just trying to get by. How about how about you? How are you? Uh, wait wait. So wait, did did you ever get that um what's it called the the, the neck brace or the back brace uh, that you said you were gonna you were gonna get to fix the posture? Oh, you could, you could I use did. That right now. I did. I did get that back brace. Um, it helped. Really painful. It really straps you in so that you're like standing really, really tall. Um, but then it started to cut off circulation, so I kind of stopped using that. Um, but my mm-hmm. posture has improved since then. So really? that's, that's, that that that's been kind of a a benefit of it. Trying to work on that, but. I don't know. I feel, now, like, I feel like my posture is the only thing I can control <laughs> in these crazy times. Now, is uh, what is it? Is the what? What's the actual apparatus thing called? Posture fixer? I don't know. What yeah, it it's is. like a posture corrector. It's like a backpack without like the back, like the actual pack, and it just kind of like it tightens it. So like you're just rocking with like super duper like arched back. Like uh, <laughs> arch, everything is 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 arched. Is it one size fits all? So next time I, whenever that is, I can see you. <laughs> I can try it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have the best posture in all of podcast, podcast, <laughs> podcast land. If that if that's a thing. You know what? If we ever turn this show into a video form, we'll we'll make sure and point it out. That would, I I think I think I w- I always want to do something where like. I had someone record my posture because I feel like I don't really know what I look like. Like if, if, cause like, you know, we look in the mirror, right. But you ever had those things like where they take a photo, like you take a selfie of yourself on like, let's say Snapchat or something. And then you take a photo of yourself on your actual camera. Like it flips the image. And like, there's been times where I've looked at it and I've been like, whoa, like who, and not in a good way. Like <laughs> literally I think, Four years ago, I I had never taken a selfie. What, really? Well, like, like I never. I've always taken self, selfies through Snapchat and stuff, and Snapchat mm. reverses the image, so it's like the mirror image. So it's like what you see when you look in the mirror. Right. But when you actually take the real photo, it flips it, and I just had never seen my face in that altered way. It was almost like writing with your left hand. 
it just it just looked weird and, and disgusting. So, but, but 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 now, ironically, when I look in the mirror, I actually like the photo of my phone more when it's like flipped. Oh yeah, you're like, oh my god, who's uh, who, who, who? Brad Pitt? Is that Brad Pitt? Yeah, no, it's now it's reversed. Now I just think I'm I'm extremely sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's, yeah. So Snapchat. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I haven't really taken any much selfies myself, so maybe I'll give it a go. Maybe I'll see the Brad Pitt and me someday. See, I've always had this thing. Have you ever seen those horror movies where like they take a selfie? Uh, or like those like those horrible clickbait articles where it's like, once you see this, you'll shit bricks. Like it's like a photo, <laughs> and it's like it's like a family like it's like like they're all together, and then there's like a, a photo in the back or like a, some, there's like a clown standing behind them in the photo, like that no one notices or anything like that. Ever seen this yeah. kind of movies and stuff? That is, that's my worst nightmare where I feel like I look in, I look into something and then it's just like, Oh my God. Like who is that man behind me? You know, I think that's my, I think that's my favorite genre of kind of like horror where it's just like, Oh my God. Like, are you a horror kind of movie guy? I didn't what? take you for one. I didn't know if you like him. Okay. Well, I actually, if, 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 if you allow it, I, I I have to rant because please I please watch, do I watch movies, um, in movie theaters like people do, not not recently though, <laughs> but not the, in the closet, not in the closet. Mm. But I don't know about you, but you should I, try. It. I'm actually irritated by the genre of horror nowadays. Like one or, like there's one or two films every year that are that's good. It's like it's true suspense. It's like really things that are gruesome and terrifying hard to watch but most movies like i watched the new it movie and stuff um and st- that, those kind of films and just some crappy horror movies that came out and like they literally just rely on cranking the volume like extremely loud yeah so it's just like they're opening the door right and the door in and of itself isn't scary right but they go like and it's raised the intensity it's like and then it slowly opens and then it's quiet and then they just max the volume out. It's just this extremely loud bang, but it's just like the kid like saying, "Oh, I brought you a sandwich." It's just, I, I hate those kind of because I think I think jump scares are one of the weakest forms of of horror, but they use it in every <laughs> single thing. It's ridiculous, but it gets you, doesn't it? That's the worst part. It gets it, you. It really does because I I try I try to prevent it. Right? I I'm like, okay, I know the jump. So, I mean, if someone saw me in the movie theater, they'd think I would have problems. But what I do is I cover <laughs> my ears. <laughs> oh really it's so loud yeah i cover my ears and then i close my eyes partially <laughs> so, that, so you're like, just like squinting at it i'm squinting at it and then i hear the rise of the music i'm like okay it doesn't really matter because it's really the sound that does it um yeah and then it, it kind of kind of loses the um kind of loses the the pizzazz of it all but i think i think one of the movies that i saw that was the least it was you know the movie us it's, I don't think I've seen that one actually. It's it's like uh it's George, what's his name? Jordan Peele did it. The guy who did uh-huh. Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's about this like this family that has like this identical like clone version of their family that are like evil and possessed essentially. Oh. And like I when we were in there, everyone was just laughing and commentating during the movies and it just, it lost everything. Like there's this moment where these like pretentious, like people got attacked 
and everyone's whooping and like, yeah. I was like, this is not like a rally. This isn't some <laughs> kind of like, this is a movie. It's supposed to be a horror movie. But it just like, someone got stabbed. Everyone laughed. I'm like, what, what kind of crowd <laughs> am I in? Oh my gosh. Maybe you're in the right crowd. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, to, you, get those, you get those people that talk. I hate people who talk during movies. Granted, I talk when I'm just, just like me. Like I give commentary. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes I don't like when other people talk. Like, yeah, it, it just ruins the experience because you're in the zone, and then you you, you hear this dude, or when they open their bag of chips or something. Uh, that that gets me. What what do you think is one of your biggest movie pet peeves? I think mine is when I walk and the floor is sticky. Like, why is it sticky? Like, why? And like, I step stepping on popcorn. They leave their their crap everywhere. It, I think, where's the respect? Yeah, that's true. It is disgusting. That's uh, that's true. Biggest pet peeve? Let's see. Oh, man, yeah, honestly, I think it would just have to be hearing someone chew very loudly. Oh, that's the word. During the movie. Yeah, especially if it's an intense movie. Like, did you watch A Quiet Place? I did. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. John Krasinski, yeah, that was really good. Movies like, literally, movies like that where it's majority just quiet. And then you just hear this guy like going ham on his chips or his popcorn. It's just, I'm just like, really? Come on, man. But, you know, what? I, I don't know. I don't know how they can, I can't really just be like, can you stop chewing your food that you paid, you know, an insane amount amount for? Yeah, no, like, it's, it's, because like, as irritated as I am, or like people who have their phone on, people like, some person, she turned her flash on to get to the seat during the previews. And I was, it just blinded me. I was like, what the hell are you doing? But at the same time, <laughs> oh. you know, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to say, uh, you know, you know, I went to see Parasite uh, probably a couple months after it came out. Yeah, so yeah. I saw it in, I saw it in, you know, the, we call it the ghetto movie theater because it was like five bucks. Oh, so we're, it was good, me. That's good theater then if it's five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was me jen and my brother and we went and we you know we like you like to sit like halfway up so that you're not so close up to where your neck is just busted once you come out the movie right you got that yeah. good angle there was no one in there besides one old guy when we walked into the room and he was sitting towards the back so you know we're sitting in the middle it's nice it's the movie starts it's cool and like 10 minutes into the film this guy starts coughing like he's about to die like he's coughing up like a human being or something i don't know what's going on but he's having a it's like a competition of some sort but he is coughing up a storm and it's the gross kind of cough like when you're trying to get a loogie out or something like that and it goes for i kid you not like 30 seconds nonstop. that is is so irritating and it's almost like he's timed it because every like 10 20 minutes or something he's he's back at it again and oh my gosh that was really annoying man that's actually so i want i don't have an exact story like that but i have something that is equally as irritating i i I walked into the movie theater and there was no one in there at the time and we didn't we didn't get there that early you know so it's probably like i mean there's loads of seats so we we chose the best one you know as you do middle row Perfect, right. right in the center. I was like, man, I mean, I, f- I feel like it's like when the universe aligns and you have that perfect situation. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm enjoying it. And then, you know, some people are straggling in, no big deal. I mean, I- I'm looking where their seat, like, like where their seats are. I was like, no, no problem. But the one guy, 
has the audacity to walk into our row and sit like three seats next to us. And it ruined the whole movie for me. I just couldn't. It was really off-putting. Oh, so there was a whole bunch of other seats, and he just chose the one that was kind of really close to where you were. It's like it's like in a urinal when there's like several spots open, and you're like, you're, there's like five spots the person could take, and they choose the one right next to you. I think. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a whole. That's always weird. That's definitely a psychopath in the making. Now, what do you think about? You know, when you go to concerts, I, I'm just, have you ever been to one at the Walnut uh, Creek Amphitheater? I, I did, yeah. I, I, I went once. Yeah, you go there or you go to like the Dean Dome for a basketball game and you go to the men's bathroom and there's literally just a trough for you to take a leak, right, for dudes. And then uh, what's your take on that? Because I always feel I have to get a corner. I can never, I can never get myself to – I mean, unless I really have to. But usually I try not to go – right in the middle where there are, I know I'll have like two dudes right next to me. Well, there's I, no dividers. There's nothing dividing, you know, it's just, here's a trough. Here's a, a little pool for you to fill it with pee. Go. Well, what I do is I, I like to, uh, pull my pants down all the way. Ah, you're so, so that's who I saw that one. time. <laughs> yeah. So it, it gives me, you know, some leeway. Cause I, I really think if, if I was pressured like into a situation where I felt that, you know, it was life or death, right? Someone breaks into my house, like, okay, here's the options, right? You run, they stab you, right? <laughs> you, you fight back, they stab you. Um, but what I would do is I would scare them and I would scare them by just start taking my clothes off and start making these weird noises. <laughs> Because I, yeah, you, I I think you have to be weirder than the criminal, and then they'll freak out. That's true. I mean, I didn't think about it in that way. I just thought, you know, I'll just get my corner slot, and uh, I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I was thinking about this one thing the other day. Uh, I mean, I thought about it before, but have you ever noticed how if we're, you know, at a movie theater or some sort of sporting event and we're about to the, you pick your seats randomly like first come first serve why is it that we always as just kind of innately we choose to sit like you know one or two or three seats away from another person when we know that eventually someone's going to come sit beside us oh yeah I, I see what you're saying it's like when you're like when you're filing I think it's just that there's a social stigma of like when you sit next to people and there's other spaces, they think, what the hell is this guy doing? Because it, it, yeah, it's like, true. it's like the bubble. You burst their bubble. Mm. You're a bubble breaker and no one wants a bubble breaker. <laughs> That's very true. But yeah, I mean, it, when you think about it, there really are kind of weird things like, okay, this is something I've always wondered. Why mm. do we raise our hand if we have a question in class? Like, how did that become a thing? How do we say, you know what? Raise your hand. Like, and that's just become like, you know. The norm. Like, it's just, yeah, it's like synonymous. Like, you see someone raise your hand. Like, okay, like, okay, you're at, let's say you're in a meeting with your boss, right? You don't want to interject. What do you do? You raise your hand. Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm, if Martians came to visit us, 
<laughs> like, hmm, they don't communicate when they want to speak. They don't say, excuse me, mind if I say something? They, they just silently raise their hand. Like, Yeah, that is interesting. It, it's, it's just one of those things that, I mean, I, I feel like there's so many other weird things that we do. Well, just, let's see. In an alternate universe, if you were like, you know, the boss of a company and you were given a speech and someone had a question, how, how what do you, what would you like them to, to, to do to get your attention and say, speak whatever they got to say? Instinctually, I just, I, the first thing that popped into my mind was stand up. <laughs> but then I realized if I was really tanking the presentation, a lot of people would be standing up. <laughs> and because I, I mean, I guess the benefit of raising the hand is that you say, I'll get to that in a second, you know, but if they're standing, what do you, I mean, it's like, okay, I, I understand you can sit down now. It, it, yeah. I feel like I would, I would do a buzzer system like in jeopardy or like, um, f- family feud. <laughs> yeah. This is our profit for the quarter. Okay. <laughs> Puppies. Okay. Survey says, and eh. that, that, that's probably how I would do it. What would you oh do in that situation? God. Like, if you could change how people react, I'm going to expand this. What would, what would you change? What is something that you think that people do that you just, for instance, rubbernecking, when they stop on the side of the road to check an accident, that blows my mind. I don't know how that works. Now, hold on. I've never, I mean, I'm guilty of this, I, I know. But I didn't know this was the actual term for it. It's a psychological thing where... If you're driving and people see traffic, like an accident, they slow down to look at it momentarily. Yeah. They don't know it, but like your speed decreases just enough and that everyone does it, that the just humongous traffic that leads up to an accident. And literally once you pass that accident, there's nothing. <laughs> like it it's just so frees true. up um, immediately. I've seen that happen a lot in the highways when there's like a police officer who just stopped someone on the side and everyone's just like, oh, we got to look and see what's going on. And then just the traffic builds up. Yeah, it's just like, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in another episode, but it irritates me when cops try to direct traffic because they don't know what they're doing. Like, I'm, I'm, if there's any cops that are listening, don't <laughs> track me down. But... It's like, you know, okay, so like, it's a simple intersection, right? And rather than letting the traffic lights do their thing, right? They have to get a cop in there to stand in there. So what he does is that he holds it for like 10 minutes one way, 10 minutes the other. It's just so inefficient. So it's like, if there's no cars on that side, he's going to, he's going to like, he's going to stop traffic all the way. It's just so inefficient. I just really think that. I Yeah, it's just up to him to decide who goes and when. You know what? Maybe maybe you just like having control, man. <laughs> That's true. I I think I do. You know, what I was like, I'm so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know those things where you like press the button to change the stop sign, the walking sign. Yeah. Apparently, they, they don't work. Like a lot of them are just there to make you feel like you're in control of the situation. So is it all just a like a timer based thing? Yeah, it's just like some predetermined thing, and they have that button there, so it feels like you're. You're, you're controlling the situation, but if you look at it, majority of them, the line isn't even connected to anything. It's just like a button. Hmm. You know, I always thought that if it only really worked if you had someone press the button on one side of the street and then on the other side, I thought it would work. But that brings me... Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Oh, no, so I was going to say one last thing about traffic. I think it, I think there's 
pressure plates underneath the traffic, underneath the road, so that it tracks how many cars are on it, and then it tells the lights that they're... Maybe that's too advanced. It's probably just like, oh, uh, yeah, let's do like 10 seconds on this side and then 10 on the other. It's just something very, very, you know, it's not based on demand or anything like that. You know, it's funny you bring that up. That was literally my next question. And I remember this specifically, it was, I was driving with a friend and he was driving and we were in his car and we came to a stop sign and he looked over to the lane, the dude on the right side on this lane. And he was like, oh, he stepped over the sensor. So now it's not going to pick it up. And I was like, what? A sensor? I didn't know stoplights had sensors or something. And he he explained it to me. He was like, yeah, there's uh, on the lines, on the crosswalk lines or something, there's uh, there's like pressure sensors or some sort of sensor there that tells the light, you know, there's a car here. I, I always thought it was baloney. I haven't actually researched into it, but maybe there is something, man. Well, if you think about it, like, you know, those situations where like you're in like a parking lot, parking deck, and like it opens up when the car's on it, like it's triggered by the weight of a car. So Really? I always thought it was just a, a motion sensor thing. No, it's actually the weight because if you were to walk up to it, it wouldn't go up. That is true. Unless you're very... Morbidly uh, you obese, know. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no wonder it works for me then. <laughs> oh, here comes Chris. Beep, beep. Just <laughs> down the tracks. Oh man, when when I'm in my car and I go to the stoplight, the, the stoplight sensor is just like, oh my god, <laughs> so you, many cars. You, you short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Well, speaking of track, I don't know if you've noticed, but sports are coming back. Slowly but surely, Premier League's been going, NASCAR has been going. Golf's been going. Football is going to set set on track. NBA is going to start next month. Baseball starting mm. next month. NHL starting next month. What 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 is what are your opinions on sports reopening? Do you think that they should reopen, or do you think you know they should kind of self isolate? Because a lot of athletes are getting sick right now because they're reopening things. Mm. Really, I didn't know that many of them were getting sick. But well, it's, it's ironically, it's college players. Like I think twenty-three people on Clemson got sick or something. Now, do you think it's because they're out and about? You know, as young guys, Th- this is my theory. Okay, and I might okay. be wrong. I'm thinking that you know, college athletes, you know, professionals. They're this is their physical job, right? They they make a living off of this. They got to take it very seriously, so they got to be healthy. But college athletes, although they want to get to the pro level and they're working very hard, I feel like there's not there, there's a little leeway there. So maybe they're like, okay, we're not training right now. Let's go ahead and go here for the you know to, to, for a beach day or something, mm-hmm. and we'll be fine. You know, I don't know if they're I don't know. My theory is that they're not that pressure of being a pro, even though. It should be there since that's what they're trying to work towards. It's probably not as prominent as it is for professionals who are already in the game. What do you yeah, think about that? I, th- I think it's also just like they they get pay- they don't get paid anything outside of scholarship. That's true. So well, well, like- now recently, didn't they approve a couple schools already that uh, I don't know if it's the NCAA who approved it, but that that the uh, players can receive some sort of money or deal from the school. Yeah, I think they they can start to get money from their own image. Like so, like last year, Zion Williamson could have um, he could have you know made a lot of money from his name, but but you know it 
at least in the U.S., if you're a college athlete, you can't make any money off of yourself, which is a bit yeah. ironic because the corporations that use these kids make millions. But exactly, a bit of a double standard. But it, yeah, but getting back to your question, um, I think if you have the proper testing, if you have the proper precautions, I think that sports should be allowed to to continue, but without the fans, man, because you know. I, I, for me, at least soccer, it's it's gone back, and I can't remember. I can't tell you how much I missed watching the games. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, you know, well, I guess they're not really making money because fans aren't going. But it's just a way to kind of get back to how things were in a safe way. You know, people can still enjoy from sports from home, and and that you know, players hopefully aren't getting too sick if you take the right precautions. Yeah, I mean, because like you know. <sighs> It is, I mean, I think we, everyone wants everything to go back to normal, right? So you have people who, I mean, don't wear masks, people who pretend nothing's happening. Like they go to the bars, like they, you know, like, like, you know, you drive around, like you see restaurants on a Friday night, there's people out and about just hanging out, like with no mask, no precaution, no nothing. Uh, and they, their argument is that I want something to return to normal. But as I mean, there's just been a spike in cases left, right, and center. I mean, it's been, it's been ridiculous, but then, you know, with sports, I mean, that is something that is safe done. I mean, I think that's probably the best way to have some sense of, you know, cause I, like you, I mean, not, not as much soccer, but I, I can't wait for the NBA to get back for all these things to get back. Cause it's just going to be something to watch. Cause I've just been plowing through Hulu and Netflix. Like it's no YouTube. Like there isn't any new content per se. That's like, you know, applicable to like that people can relate to, you know, because I feel like not many people, you know, watch the same YouTube stuff I do or stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to rewatch the Powerpuff Girls? I would. Okay. Now, I don't, I didn't actually like the Powerpuff Girls too much, but I would <laughs> like the shows I used to watch as a kid to be more available. I just don't know, like, where's SpongeBob? Where, where do I go to find that outside of Nick? Because, like, I don't have cable and I don't feel a lot of people do. So like I don't exactly. So like, where's SpongeBob? Where's Samurai Jack? I mean, Avatar is on Netflix. I mean, I haven't watched that yet, but that 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 was my favorite show growing up as a kid. The last day I gotta get back. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I'm gonna get judged here, and I already have. I've never watched Avatar the show. No, I, I'm going to be judged because what I just said. But I didn't actually watch that much either. But when I did watch it, I always loved it. So I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I, I, like, this is my show. This is my jam. But then I I never finished it. So, (laughs) what about uh, Courage the Cowardly? What was it? Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yeah. That, that, that scared the crap out of me. (laughs) It was freaky. It was funky, but which is probably why I only watched it with my parents. But it was funny. I remember watching it. Way too scary. Or did you ever watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Maybe? Oh man, I I really liked Ed, Ed and Eddie. For, <laughs> or Cat Dog. Okay, now this this is going to be a, a really big question. All right, let's hear it. Holistically, which network had the best shows, Nick or Cartoon Network? Oh gosh, you weren't kidding when you said this was a hard question. Well, I'm not talking about Nick at Night or you know because like you know they had like George Lopez and. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Full House. I mean, those were good shows. 
Oh, come on. We got, we got, what? I feel like we got to put him under that umbrella of no, Nick. I know, but th- does Cartoon Network have those kind of shows? I don't think they do. So then it were No, like, not really. So, well, like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, for me personally, because, you know, I've always kind of been more on the side of like, I like shows with actual people rather than cartoons. I'm That's just how I've been. But I think I'm, aside from, you know, the, what, what is it, Grim, uh, Adventures, Adventures of Billy of and Mandy? Billy and Mandy. Yeah. yeah, that one, Courage, Added and Eddie, Samurai Jack, I think, I don't know, Static Shock was a Cartoon Network one. I'm, I don't mm, remember. I don't know. But, I, you know, those are the main ones I watched. I think I watched more Nick. I mean, come on, it has SpongeBob and it had Rocket Power, man. Rocket oh Power. Oh my God, that's Rocket Power. I haven't, that's, wow, that's a flashback. Chalk Zone. Yeah. Remember Chalk Zone and Danny Phantom and Rugrats. Ooh, Danny Phantom. But, you know, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh, you know, Cartoon Network. Think about how Nick has progressed, though, right? Like, you don't necessarily watch Nick as much, right? But, I mean, I, I found myself when I was like 13, 14, I was watching more of like um, Adventure Time, regular show. Like those stuff on Cartoon Network, I think that kind of aged. Maybe that was just because those shows were made for that kind of demographic, anyways. Not so much. Nick was more younger. I don't know, but I feel like Cartoon Network aged a bit better for me. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that. Was Adult Swim on its own separate channel, or was that yeah, under I, the? I, it Cartoon was its Network. own. Adult Swim was crazy. Yeah, isn't, isn't I that what really Rick and Morty was got... on, or was that was that something else? I uh, know that I'm pretty sure that's where it still is on. Granted, oh. Rick and Morty, dude. Have you watched it? I watched the first two seasons. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? I really liked it. I think just like as much as I love these movies uh, and these kind of these shows of my past, I don't know how I feel about these cheap attempts to reboot them. You know, like they did an Aladdin remake, Beauty and the Beast remake, Lion King. Lion King. They did a Dory 2. They did. Finding Dory 2 or whatever. Uh, Incredibles 2. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Lion King. They did, they did a shot-by-shot version. They're doing Mulan again. Without Mushu. Yeah. It's just it's just going to be fighting. Like, that. Like where's the singing? Where's the... I just feel like... I don't know. Do you, No, this is another question. Do you think creativity runs dry within a company? Because Disney's pretty creative, but what are they putting out? I mean, it's true. It's almost well. I mean, okay. To be fair, they did acquire Pixar, and they had some good stuff like Inside Out and stuff. But sorry, continue. That is true. I mean, I want to lean more towards the side that maybe creativity has kind of gone a little stale over at Disney, and the reason I say that is just take for example Disney Channel, right? Yeah. Growing up, I mean. We had Hannah Montana. We had the Sweet Life on of Zach and Cody. And the, yeah, uh, I mean these. What else did, oh, this, uh, Raven. That's a Raven. That's a Raven. Fellow of the Future. I mean, yeah. such iconic shows that every week you would tune in just to watch it because it, it never got boring. And now nowadays they got you know a dog with a blog or something like what, yeah. The, what? I, was, I was scrolling one day like on someone else's TV. It was something called like Bizarre Varks. I was like, yeah. what's, a, what's a bizarre vark? That just sounds so stupid. That's what I'm saying. Or if you go back, 
even in Disney original Disney movies, I'm a big fan of the original Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you are, but I mean, just High School Musical. That's just such an iconic. And now they're trying to do that with, you know, a reboot of the High School Musical show or something like that. And I, I don't know, man. I don't think it's really working. And, but I also don't know if it's just because we lived in the time when the originals came out. So we have something to compare with, but maybe now kids nowadays who are watching it, they're like, yeah, this is amazing because they have nothing to reference it to. Now, this is this. I don't think it's going to be controversial, but I watched Bizarre Varks to see what it was like because I was like, you know what? This seems stupid, but I remember what it was like watching the other shows. And granted, there's nostalgia and good memories behind that. But I tried watching it. And I mean, granted, I mean, Sweet Life, Zach and Cody had laugh tracks and stuff like that. But the. Yeah. And like I don't know, it's hard because like now that we're older, we can just we're more cynical, you know. We're just like, oh, that's not funny. Oh God, <laughs> sucks. But like, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Like I, I think one thing that I liked about cartoons is that there wasn't a laugh track. Like yeah. I don't know about you, but you, you, I, yeah, I hate a laugh track. A so you hated well. the few episodes I edited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that was the worst episode I've ever listened to. No, but like you, you, you hated okay. the game show episode because I had a lot of laugh tracks in there. No, see that is good, but what I don't like is like okay, let me think of an example. Like okay, HBO right, um, with Veep and Silicon Valley, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's no laugh track. Parks and Rec, The Office, no laugh track. Right? It's just like it's a joke, and we're allowed to think for ourselves. And I yeah. I never understood shows like. Um, I mean, Seinfeld was different because Seinfeld was like, it was edgy. The co- the content you would laugh regardless if you were being prompted to laugh with that laugh cue. But like, yeah, The Big Bang Theory, or like any drama or any comedy on like ABC, CBS, NBC right now, it's just like bazinga. Everyone laughs. I just don't. I just don't think that's that's comedy. Like, what what happened to like well developed jokes? <laughs> that's so true. Like it's like. It's like if I told you a joke and I said laugh at the end of it. It's like, why don't you cross the road, Chris? Laugh. Come on, you're <laughs> supposed to laugh. It's just like, what? Who operates like I that? did laugh. Oh, that's very okay, true. I take that's it back. Okay, audience, we're going to throw in the word laugh <laughs> randomly and you have to do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe, do you? I think maybe and. Maybe we're just aging because have you noticed, at least for me, I've noticed that things that I found when I was, you know, when I was younger, I was like, this is so boring. And for example, would one, for example, would be like doing yard work or something or, or, or just power wash or washing the car or something. You know, when I was yeah. younger, I'd be like, oh, I really don't want to do this right now. But now as I've gotten older, it's almost like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want I actually want to do it. You know, I can listen to a podcast yeah, it's, while I'm doing it's like, it. Yeah, it's it's like therapeutic. You know, it's like it's it's almost yeah. like a break from your normal life. When you know, <laughs> the other ways, it's like, oh, I don't want to do work now. It's like I'll take this work, please. Now this is kind of like a, on a tangent here, but have you noticed that as we get older, our, and I can tell our, you our, why our ding dongs <laughs> don't work as they used to. <laughs> Sorry. <I didn't. laughs> You didn't have to expose me like that. <laughs> I knew. I knew. That's definitely what you're gonna say. 
Uh, let's hope that no one's listening. <laughs> but no, have you noticed that it feels like our days are just going significantly faster as we've aged? I think, okay, now this this is something I've thought about. You know, when you when you're going from five to six, right, you've aged a year. And that is one-sixth of your life. But when you age from 24 to 25, that is literally only 4% of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, based, on the, based on the assumption, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just 125th, so 4% of your life so far. So as we get older, a year is a lesser portion of our life, so we just get more used to it. But also, I think coronavirus is really impacting that because there's just nothing memorable. Like, I've tried to think of something that is memorable, like, that's happened to me that's, like, been, like, like monumental. I just can't think of anything. Like, they're just, like I haven't gone on any trips. I haven't done anything. Like, it's just, it's just not been... Even, not even getting a new place? <laughs> that, okay, that is actually, that is true. But, like, outside of that, it's been... It's just like the whole year, like we're halfway through the year. It's almost July. Yeah. Like we, we started this podcast in what, January? No, in March. March. See, I just, I have no idea what time is. <laughs> Who am we I? We started, yeah, we did two episodes. Uh, so two weeks in a March and then the pandemic really got crazy and we had to do this remotely. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because we've done it 16 weeks. It's our 16th yeah. week. God, we're getting old. But, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, uh, Ear Biscuits, and they brought this up, and I thought it was really interesting. And apparently, one of the reasons why it seems that our days are just going by a lot faster is because we're not making as many memories as, uh, as, as we used to do when we were kids. Actually, the thing that they said is that, like, when you want time to slow down, is actually when it's going faster and when time's going super fast, that's when you want it to be slower or something like that. But it was because we're not, as we grow older, we're not experiencing new experiences so often. Whereas as when we're kids, you know, we, we get to go to preschool, middle school, elementary school, we go to high school, we experience these new changes within our friend group, within ourselves and so many new things that once you hit, you know, maybe 30 or something, there's not many changes it does kind of you know become stagnant and i think that's where you see people who have midlife crisis issues or they have you know something where it's like i gotta get out of it like i have to break the cycle yeah you know know, but like is the cycle necessarily a bad thing i mean i find a cycle kind of comforting to some extent if it's a good cycle you know like if i every day i wake up i get a massage i'm (laughs) on a beach beach house every day i mean I mean, I know eventually I'll get sick of it, but still. Well, I think evidently we'll have to break the cycle to get into that nice, comfortable cycle. That's true. But, you know, at the Was same that time. Was philosophical? Break the cycle to get into another cycle. Because, like, okay, I think Granados. about Chris Granados. 2020. I'm, I'm going to tattoo that on my forehead. Oh, why not the eyeball? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> No, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be the first part of the quote, and then I'm going to do a huge arrow from my whole face down my neck, down to my chest, and into my stomach, where it's the second line. It's going to be a whole <laughs> beautiful art piece. Wow, I'm honored. 
I can't wait to see it. Listeners will be posting that uh, shortly on our. I'm doing it right media. now with a, a Bic pen. <laughs> a permanent Bic pen. Yeah, it's gonna be permanent because I'm really stabbing it in there. <laughs> see, my th- okay. This this is another tangent. You see, people get tattoos. Hmm. I've read something that like a lot of people regret it almost immediately, like the day after they regret their decision. Like, I wonder like, oh, if man, this I shouldn't is... have gotten a tattoo. Yeah. You know, this, ah, this is, it's kind of relatable, but not really. Or I think about when I, maybe you buy a shirt or something at the store and you're like, yeah, this could really work. And then you bring it home next day, you try it on and it's just like, ah, oh, it's, it's not really working. I don't really like it. I think I'm going to return it. I wonder if it's, that's, I wonder if it's just the ambiance when you're buying or when you're getting a tattoo that you're like, yeah, this is the right decision. You know, you have this image in your mind of what you think it's going to look like and how awesome it's going to be. And then once it's actually on your body, you're just like, well, this is kind of a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like the grass is always greener on the other side, on the other side. Right. So it's like, uh, oh, I really want to buy that car. Like, oh, that's going to really, man, you know, that's really going to be good. And then you get the car and then it's like, hmm, nothing changed at all. And then like, I'm still sad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I wonder if I'll have a midlife crisis if that time comes, you know, when I'm, well, when do you have a midlife crisis? 40s? 50s? I've, 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 there's the thing I've read. It's called the quarter life crisis. Well, when you're 25? Yeah. So watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a few months uh, till I hit that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think the difference, I, I says, I think I talked to you about it, but there's this thing, it was like a quote or something. It's like, when you're young, you have a lot of time but and energy, but no money. And then when you're older, you have a lot of money. Like in your fifties or forties, you have energy, money, but no time. And then the last, and when you're older, when you're like really old, you have time, money, but no energy. So it's just this kind of, this kind of cycle that we talked about. Yeah, very true. You just get caught up in it, and I don't know, man. That kind of goes back to, and we've talked about this a few times on our own, not even just on the show, but kind of breaking the the cycle of the typical nine to five and uh, trying to live in a moment and take advantage of the time that we actually have. And then even though maybe money isn't quite there just yet, but I, for me personally, I don't want to be in that time where, you know, maybe I got the cash, but then I don't have the time to enjoy it. Or maybe I'm just too old. I can't really go out and skydive like I, I should be. <laughs> Look, you know, if you want to skydive, just look out the window, calculate how high you are off, you know, just jump, grab, grab a pillow sheet, pillow sham. Good luck. The, the, the pillow might break the fall. Okay, You'll be an fine. Umbrella? Okay. Listeners, we'll, we'll film this. I'm going to jump off my third story apartment with an umbrella. Will I float down like Mary Poppins or will I crash? You're going to crash and burn. Wow. I appreciate the support. <laughs> you know what? That's how you know I'm a good friend. I tell how it is. <laughs> I appreciate it. Some some people will just be like, oh, man, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> sure. 
you know, for video's sake, maybe we'll get the views and the reviews. Uh, go ahead, lady. Do it. Do it. Do it. As uh, Palpatine would say, do it. Do it. The dark side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Oh, for all the listeners, we'll name this episode. Lane's going to jump off a cliff, a building, but only a few people got to the end. You know that we don't actually go through with it. <laughs> Beautiful title. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no clickbait or anything. Just straight up how it is. Okay, I saw. Okay, so like I was going through YouTube, and there was like a recommended video for me, right? And yeah. it was like, you know, Fortnite, right? That video game. Mm-hmm. It was like I play strip Fortnite with my my mom. What? And it was like one kill equals one. It was like the most clickbait thing, right? And then I, I I researched it. I was like, what the fuck is this about? And like, it's like a like people were complaining about it because they're like, oh, it's like oh she wears like fifty layers of clothing. It's like oh you got me. <laughs> Take off one hat. It's just like, I don't know. What what's your thought on clickbait? Do you feel like they're taking advantage of, or do you feel like it's kind of necessary? Uh, I uh, I don't like it personally I don't because it's such a letdown and it makes me not want to come back to that creator's page anymore because I'm in fear of it happening again Uh, I think there's a fine line where you can kind of get away with it because you know the video kind of does or or whatever it is that you're creating it kind of does relate to the title and it includes it in some some way to where it's not clickbait but personally I'm not a big fan of it, man. Do you know what I've been seeing? It's it's not a clickbait, but it's like it's like top five um, basketball players, right? Is that's the video? It looks all professional, whatever. You click on it, and it's like the Microsoft Sam, like hello. It's just like that voice. It's like, and it, it what they did was they had the, there's no images or anything. It's just an article translated into text to speech, and then they post the audio onto YouTube. And it's just like it just gets gains revenue through that through ads. What do oh so you play? God. It's like the twenty twenty NBA season is. It's just like oh my god, really? Like that's that's how people get money nowadays. It's crazy. I think I got to rethink my life, and my midlife crisis is coming sooner than I thought. You know what I saw trending on TikTok? This may was a bit wild. Like I don't have a TikTok, but so much crazy shit goes on there. It's called the oh, Piss yeah. Your Pants Challenge. Have you heard of that? No, I don't have one either, so tell oh, me about well, it. <laughs> you're gonna, it's going to make a facepalm. So they do is they film themselves and they say, Piss Your Pants Challenge, and then literally just pee their pants while filming. Wow. that's. I, I really think that TikTok people, it's just like they're trying to get attention, and they just do the most crazy things to get attention, and it just keeps going out of, like, it just gets out of control. Well, listeners, stay tuned for the CNL TikTok page. We'll be posting <laughs> some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, Chris will be flossing in the background. Well, I'll I'll do the shit your pants challenge, and <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll rise to the top. Piece of cake. Oh, we'll do that thing where we just go to the men's stalls and get naked and pee. I'll take a dump in the urinal <laughs> <laughs> while I film. <laughs> exactly that okay there uh, we go that's that that's the title we we just talked about clickbait but it's gonna be Layton took a dump in a urinal and <laughs> it's 
gonna be you. I'm gonna edit it so it's like you're filming, and I, it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but really, it's just a GoPro on a selfie stick. <laughs> yeah, in, in reality, it's like it's just us talking about how we're doing. It's just like the most misleading thing ever. <laughs> oh man, but. Anyway, this was just a, one of those episodes where we just sat down and talking about anything. Uh, Man, we really covered a lot. Before we wrap it up. It's just, it's we really like, did. I mean, wow. Is You guys were on a journey with us, and I feel like I've gotten to know you, the listener, really on an emotional level. So thank you for being a part of us and a part with us on the journey. I feel very attached to them as if I've been sewn to these listeners human yep. centipede that's why i'm visioning it i saw the second one it was horrendous <laughs> <laughs> but anyway to wrap it up little any yep. recommendations for the listeners um i'm just gonna say i recommend you you keep your peepers peeled because uh, we got some big plans coming up for the show um and you guys will not be disappointed and I'm really Chris and I are really excited to get this get this going. So that's my recommendation. Just keep your eyes peeled. Yes, I second that. Stay tuned. Keep listening. Uh, crazy plans ahead, and uh, keep keep leaving the reviews, guys. We really appreciate the support. But I do want to recommend this one show real quick. Uh, it's called C. It's on Apple TV. Uh, it's with Jason. I think that's his name, Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah, it's like the blind colony yeah there's a blind i don't really know the explanation but it's you know about this um this blind colony literally everyone in the world is blind uh except for a select group of people and it's just kind of about their journey i'm explaining it so terribly wrong but it's suspenseful there's a lot of action (laughs) it's pretty graphic uh in terms of violence but this is a show that's very similar to the 100 on Netflix. If you guys know about that, so that's a good comparison. It's that type of vibe, but really good show. I highly recommend it on Apple TV. So, and and leave us a review. Don't leave the review for C. Leave us a review for CNL. CNL. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, that's been it. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya.